21 21 21 Lil Nas Lil Nas Billy Ray Billy Ray We taking country back <laughs> We taking country back We taking country back Yeah Hey what up y'all What's good everybody And welcome back to the Free Talk Podcast My name is Macaulay My name is Cujo And this is our podcast That I just introduced before our names <laughs> which is now I'm throwing off. Ooh. Take it away, Kuja. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, obviously we came in with a little, you know, music that is uh, definitely uh, what's the word I'm looking a for? A bop. Yeah, uh, yeah, a whole hit, a whole bop, <laughs> a whole smash, smash, bop, slap. All the new words that I don't know. I think someone said uh, a rigatin. That no one, no one said that. I just made that up. No, no, I just made it up. <clears throat> Here we go. Try again. It's a slap. It's a bop. It's a good jam. Um, and it's number one globally on <laughs> Billboard, motherfucker. Take that Billboard. Woo! Uh, in case y'all didn't know the story behind it, uh, uh, the first original song came out with Mr. Lil Nas X, uh, without any features, and uh, he blew up. Um, credit where his credits due. Um, go ahead. <clears throat> Try again, little Nas X. Um, and we're gonna give credit where credit is due. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dead it. Uh, but um, yeah. So it was up there, and he called it country. And then you know it's climbing the ranks, it's, it's making its name known. And then all of a sudden, country billboards like, wait a minute, you black. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hold up, hold up. This is lacking some country undertones. Um, some. Some twang, so even though he very clearly in the song said, I got the horses in the back. Hey, that's about as country I, as it gets. I, there's a twang to it, right? There's a little charisma. that's it, <laughs> but um, yeah, so they, they were just like and dropped. So Lil Nas X was just like, All right, you guys won't disrespect like that. Let's disrespect. All right, one second, and uh, oh, and behold, drum roll, please. It's the ache and break heart. I want my mullet back. Billy Ray Cyrus, aka Hanny Montani's daddy, came in and blessed the song, um, gave it new life. And I'm not gonna lie, you know, the hood accepts Billy Ray Cyrus and what he done done here today. Today, today, he, he <laughs> is invited to the cookout. Yep. However, however, his daughter <laughs> keep her the fuck out <laughs> on the other side of the fence. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like my daddy accepted, so that means by proxy, I'm I am also accepted. Do I inherit the swag, daddy? And it's like, nah, you came out with Jays on my feet. Let's talk about that. Jays on my feet. Hey, Jays on my feet. Okay. Jays on my feet. So I got my game. And, and no one got like her because we already had Jays on our feet. It like, was the worst. You didn't hype it up at all. <laughs> like, like oh, everyone yeah. had been rocking Jays. <clears throat> Miley. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 years is too late. He's <laughs> like, everybody got J's. Ooh, little toddlers got J's. Oh like, you ain't God. making this a thing. People are putting toddler J's on their goddamn rearview mirrors <laughs> at this point. Like, if she if she jumped on the train back then and was like, Balenciaga's on my feet, like, that would have probably been a movement right. because no one was wearing Balenciaga's. Yeah. But now, Balenciaga's are already blown up. Even though they're the ugliest shit I've ever seen in my life. You know, we ain't even going to disrespect. I'm not saying I like them or not. I'm just I'm just gonna stay out of that. Why? Because okay, opinion. Yes, you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeezys don't look cool. Talk your shit, nigga. Uh, ooh, let's talk some shit. Yeezys ugly. Mm-hmm. Balenciagas 
ugly. Hideous. Fillers. <laughs> Can we talk about some fillers, though? From back in the day? Back in the day, I understand fillers. Fire. Hot. Fire. But now, now old people's ooh, shoes. Everybody with the skinniest ankles buying fillers, <laughs> looking like a canoes on your feet. I, I don't get, you know what? Oh, no. I'm done talking about shit. I just don't get it. <laughs> they look like <laughs> they put stilts in the shoes. To make it look like it's they're taller. It's only the skinniest ankles buying fillers. I'm just like, yo. And they're like fucking four inches off the ground and shit. I'm like, what? Uh, okay. So, you know what? That's the end of talking it. Um, Let's talk about. Oh, you got some shit to talk. I think we got some shit to talk. Talk your shit, Macaulay. I'd like to preface this by saying all grace go to the man, the myth, the legend, Michael B. Jordan. However. All right, all right. However, however, it shouldn't be legal or moral for a single human being to be. I'm going to be honest with you. The man is perfect. I try to find problems with him because I want to hate him. I want a scandal. I want something small. I want kick kick a puppy. Make yourself more human. You can't be. I hate I hate him. I love him, but I hate him. All, all, all the females I know. Hey, hey, but you know, McCowie, again, we gotta go ahead because this is our insecurities talking. Michael B. Jordan oh. is a beautiful man. James, can I, if I can interject real quick, okay? I'm well aware it's my insecurity. <laughs> it's there's no question about it. But continue. But I mean, I understand. I under, look at his look his his entire persona as an individual. look at this entire human yeah face perfection mm-hmm. goddamn body i hate him shoulders i want those shoulders shoulders of a greek god i want the no of an african god oh i like that yeah 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 yeah, right. yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. don't give me that look wakanda forever <laughs> <laughs> there it is <laughs> um of an african god yeah boulders on them shoulders oh my god and they I just taper it. in perfectly and the man can wear slacks without a belt and it still looks amazing i wear slacks without a belt <laughs> boy let's let's go ahead and put this you know tragic case in the back mm-hmm. where it can't be seen yeah everyone's just like oh my god michael b jordan look at those legs just look so tall and then you know me literally having tall ass legs being a six Wait, how, six how tall are six 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 Damn. i am six six yeah long ass legs if women love long legs i got the legs yep and they're just like uh you're just all legs <laughs> But like, but you said it was all right for Michael B. Jordan. It's like, well, that Michael B. Jordan legs, that's not James Cujo legs. <laughs> like, there's a difference. Oh, there's a clear no. difference. And again, I'm not hating, but like, I can we talk about, we found one flaw. Oh, we found one flaw. All right, ladies, here it is. All right. he This will humanize him and you will forever not look at him the same. Probably not. No, I'm very wishful right now. But my guy. He obviously had an interview where he was talking about his life, 21 questions, and he was just like, Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he say? How did he say it? Anime's the best. Anime is the best. He said it exactly best. like that. Anime's the best. Anime's the best. He An- sounds like a kid who's like, ah, Dad, ice cream's the best. Just, I love it so much. <clears throat> ah, ah, just, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anime's the best. Twitter flips out like, yo, he can watch anime, live with his parents. 
be five nine, <laughs> six, <laughs> but he's actually six foot. Yeah. Um, and it's acceptable. Girls are still wanting him to impregnate them. Um, but let me have your babies, Michael. But the fact that we are weebs ourselves, we, we there was another interview that came out, and Michael B. Jordan did some shit. Hold up, weebs. For those who don't know, go ahead, explain. How you gonna? <laughs> how you gonna be like? Hey, it's I'm about to, I'm about to give you the intro. Yeah. Of how, okay, weebs, dweebs, same difference. But weebs are the anime variety of the dweeb nation. Um, yes. We uh we enjoy anime culture. Yes. We embody anime culture. Yes. But there is a difference. We are not the individuals doing the Naruto sprint down the halls. <laughs> like we understand there's a place, and that's the melanin. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. When I was growing up, I was just too chubby to do it, but I was imagining myself doing it. See, my arms are way too long for all that. My lanky ass be slapping people in the back. <laughs> but um, yeah, Michael B. Jordan was just like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and answer a few more questions. And uh, this is the beautiful clip we got. What do you think Michael B. Jordan's favorite anime is? It's a good question. Favorite anime is Naruto Shippuden. Been a fan of it for Stop years. Stop the record and rewind that. <laughs> Nigga, huh? Try it again. Hold up. <clears throat> Michael B. Jordan, try again. Again! What do you think Michael B. Jordan's favorite anime is? It's a good question. Favorite anime is Naruto Shippuden. Oh I've been my. a fan of it for years. Years? Like maybe 12, 13 years old. I've literally seen Sasuke and Naruto grow up. Naruto. Bitch! <laughs> hold up! Hold up! Pause! Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. First of all, uh-huh. Naruto? Naruto? Who the fuck Naruto? Well, I did not spend my grade second grade mm-hmm. all the way to my sophomore year of college watching Naruto. <laughs> Nigga, I watched Naruto. Naruto. Also, what the fuck is Shippuden? <laughs> What's Shippuden? You sound like a fucking middle-aged mid... mid- <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's my turn. You got me. Ooh, uh, uh, silence. <laughs> That was the lightest tap ever. <laughs> but can we try again? You sound like a middle-aged Midwestern wife that's trying to pronounce a Japanese word. Shippuden. He's like the people who are like, yeah, I take, um, I go ahead and take <laughs> Japanese. You want to hear a phrase? Itadakimasu. <laughs> Arigato gozaimasu. And he's like, nigga, it's arigato. Arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we probably ain't saying it right either. Not but all. all I'm saying is, we Naruto, we know how to say Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> we even roll the R's. Naruto! Naruto! Okay, second of all. right into that mic. He said it not once, yeah. but twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. He said twice. it twice. Since he was 12 or 13 years old, apparently. He's been watching it for a while. This is a grown-ass man now. Kujo. He's been watching Sasuke and Naruto. Kujo. Who? Even people who don't watch Naruto. No, how often Naruto and Sasuke yell each other's names in the show? Naruto, Sasuke, Naruto, Sasuke, Naruto, Sasuke. I never heard Sasuke ever say Naruto. <laughs> Sasuke, because I can say your name right. Okay, that's all. That leads into the second part. You already know Michael B. Jordan, the Sasuke fanboy, because he said, I've watched Sasuke and Naruto grow up. (laughs) Nah, nigga, the show ain't called Sasuke. The show's called Naruto. All right? So if you put some respect on the the seventh Hokage's name. Here we go. 
Here we go. Yeah. Try again. Try again. Right. Try again. Try again. Try again. Try again. All right. Put some respect on the Hokage's name. Yes. And it's Naruto. Naruto. Not n- Naruto. What? No, that's not even what he said. How do you? Naruto. 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 Fuck. He says Naruto. Nigga, you know what? I, I can't get over it. One shit. time for the one time. Let's play that one more time. What do you think Michael B. Jordan's favorite anime is? It's a good question. Favorite anime is Naruto Shippuden. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You know what Shippuden sounds like? Uh, imagine that Midwestern middle-aged wife talking. John! John, I'm going to go to the store, okay? Uh, Timmy said he also wanted me to go to Target and get him a... Uh, I, I don't know what it's... Naruto Shippuden on DVD? Do you want anything? Antacids? You sure? I can get you something strong. Okay, no need to yell. No, get yourself a beer. I'll be right back. Remember, Shippuden. <laughs> Mom, it's Shippuden. <laughs> I like. I'm the the community is mad because I'll tell you again. Like, anime culture, mm. especially in the Western world, is run mm. by melanin. Mm. It is run by mm. like Dragon Ball Z. We own it. Naruto, we took over it. Kujo, My Hero Academia. Boku no Hero Boku Academia no is on the come up and we mm. taking over. Have you seen, bro, mm. I, reaction channels sometimes are kind of dumb. I watch, there's a reaction channel that is just black dudes <laughs> watching anime and I rewatch their All Might versus One for, or All for One episode because these niggas go crazy every <laughs> fucking time. There's emotion behind it. You, you could, and, and the reason is we go ahead and visualize ourselves as the main character every now and then we look and we're just like damn yeah that fight right there you know that adversity mm-hmm. going over trial and tribulation just to go ahead and prove oneself if that ain't For- the black man story Woo! and it's just something that we go ahead and embody and something that we feel deep 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 inside and mm-hmm. and to watch people go ahead and react and i've, I've seen reactions where they cry yeah. literal tears yeah. like it is so hard for me to cry and my hero academia is the only show without a single death that i've seen so far mm-hmm. that has evoked that kind of feeling out of me yeah. where i get choked up mm-hmm. there was that one scene and spoilers if anybody actually watches it uh where laser beam belly button dude i forget his name every time though it's also with an a i think it's something he's not he's a side character so yeah. it's not anything that i remember <laughs> anytime soon until you know season four yep. but um it was that time where they were doing their trial, and he's just like, I'm going to sacrifice myself and shoot the beam up in the air. Because mm. he thought, oh, that would be a distraction. And then what he thought would be a distraction where it would lead all the enemies to him actually brought all of his comrades to him because they all recognized his laser beam, and they fought together and won together. And boy, that wasn't even a sad scene, but fucking something oh, came same. out of me. I was just like... Did you get missed the eye too? Oh, it was a, it was a choke. It was like my throat. I was like... <laughs> Oh, what is this feeling? <laughs> so, I was like, nanny? <laughs> Camaraderie? Ah, shit. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> tell, them, tell them the story behind that. Why are you over here exposing me? This because, ain't about me. Because we got- I'm insecure. <laughs> so um, I have trouble saying several words. Um, <sighs> yep. And uh, camaraderie is definitely one of them. 
Um, why are you laughing? No, did I say it wrong? No, oh, you got it. No, I know yeah. I did. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. ever so I used to say I used to say it uh, awkwardly. I would camaraderie, come come, and that would happen. I would stutter up like camaraderie, <laughs> come come. Mm. So Macaui being Macaui, I didn't realize this about him, um, but he will not let it go. Yeah. So I said camaraderie once, and mm-hmm. he looked at me and he was like. Mm. Try again, mm-hmm. and I tried again and said camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mm, "Yeah, try again." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Camaraderie," and he just busts out laughing. Yep. And he says, "You can't seem camaraderie." You see, like that. Ah, um, ah. No, I was re- I was reenacting it. Um, what? I was I was reenacting. It. Okay. Um, and he's just like, "You can't say camaraderie." Oh my god. Yeah. Ha ha ha! I'm a cowie. Cackle, cackle. So I spent literal fifteen minutes. In my bathroom, staring at a mirror, just saying camaraderie, 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 just so I never fuck it up again. And every now and then, mm-hmm. my tongue is just like, we forgot how to say camaraderie. And Macaui just always happens to be there. So, yeah, um, yeah that's the story. Are you happy? I'm happy. Anyway, go back Some to people story. can't say refrigerator, all right? Who? The, the, I know some people who can't say refrigerator. Who? You put them on blast. You, I, I'm not putting them on. Blast. Put them on blast. But actually, shout out. <laughs> Let's give a shout out instead. <laughs> one, of, uh, one of our listeners, um, Alan. Uh, we went ahead and gave you a shout out last episode. Um, we want to go ahead and give you a legit uh, shout out this time because he thought the shout out we gave last time was uh, riddled with shade. <laughs> Let me make it very clear to you. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Without. A single doubt. Okay. Well, this time, (laughs) it is not. Uh Alan, thank you for supporting the Free Flame channel with our own podcast, Free Talk. We are really, uh, we are really, um, go ahead, do the thing, hurry up. That's one, uh, try again. Okay, thank you. Uh, We really uh, support... (laughs) We really support your support. What is this episode's a fucking mess? What are we doing? <laughs> We're just talking. That's cool. It's free talk, remember? Here we go, baby. Um, baby! One thing I'm excited for, actually, um, there's a lot of reviews saying that Shazam is actually going to be really good. I heard the same. Um, they're saying it's extremely funny. I haven't seen it yet. Um, and you know what? Besides DC's very, very bad costume choices... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I just don't understand. Like, get someone who's buff. Don't just fill them up with fake muscle. Right. Um, this actually looks good. And um, mm-hmm. just based off the trailers, I'm just like, wow, I think I'm actually going to enjoy this. So yeah. I'm going to try to catch it, you know, probably Monday or something of that nature. Hey, McAvoy, do you want to go watch Shazam? Sure. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll figure that out we'll out, outside of this. But, um, yeah, and uh, we'll we'll be back with our review. Um, we checked out Us. Um, that was actually really good. That was pretty good. Um, during the movie, I was completely lost. Just I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But here's why this movie is genius in my mind. Here we go. It took days. Days. For me to click one thing. Hours. Just hours on hours on hours of thinking, why is this the way it is? And it clicked, and you realize, wow, Jordan Peele, he doesn't doesn't just make empty scenes. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm still lost, but go ahead. Fill okay. me in. Uh, I don't. Here's the thing, though. I feel like how long has the movie been out? Like two weeks. Yeah. Is it is it fair game? This is where you say spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> extra, extra. Read all about all it. Right. Bomb coming through. So, if you remember when Jason was walking backwards, and he, Jason is the son of Lupita Nyong'o's character. 
um, uh, Adelaide in the movie. At some point, when he walks backwards to lead Pluto, his like uh, evil half, yeah. into the fire, n- that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And remember, you said that was a cop out, right? I said it was a cop out, and then also hours and hours of thinking. I think there's something behind it, but you might actually be onto something. So go ahead. Well, did you figure it out? I think I figured it out. Go ahead. Um, there's a theory out there, uh-huh. and I think that theory is true. Yeah. That Pluto yep. is actually the real. It's the real Jason. The real Jason. Isn't that wild? Crazy, right? And now it makes me even more confused. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. Here's the thing. The people upstairs, mm-hmm. or I, I say upstairs like it's just, oh, above ground. The people above the tunnels yeah. um, control the actions. You see, but that's the thing, though. Yeah. That, that's what is said in the movie. Yeah. It's how it's depicted. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to think maybe it's the people below mm-hmm. that actually control the movements of the people above ground. Exactly. But the problem is when when Adelaide Red, mm-hmm. um, her doppelganger, who's um, the real one, the real one was explaining is like, when you gave birth, I gave birth. When you married, yeah. I was forced to marry. So it seems like she's still being controlled. But then also, here it is. Mm-hmm. She's the real one. Exactly. Booyah. Adelaide is the doppelganger. Even though she's on the surface, she's still controlling Red, who's the real one, even though she's underground now. Yeah. Jason is the fake one. That's why when he walked backwards, Pluto walked backwards. And we just saw it was because, like, Pluto was just disabled somehow and could could not act for himself. And so he was just mimicking. Yep. And the reason why um, we say this is because there's scenes where Pluto is also pretty... Not Pluto. Um, Jason is also a little weird um, yeah. when it comes to his mannerisms and how he goes about. And mm-hmm. they, they blame it on like what, ADD, ADHD, something yeah. of that nature itself. But there's that part on the beach where uh, he's he's digging mm-hmm. and the twins do the cartwheel. And yep. like, what are you doing? He's just, I'm making tunnels yep. or some shit like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be making fucking sandcastles? Right. <laughs> um, and then the part where um, he doesn't remember his own trick. Yeah. A summer before he remembered the magic trick but now he doesn't so it's implying that sometime in between the uh you know the events of this movie and you know outside of it mm-hmm. pluto and jason also switched crazy it, it broke my mind when i found crazy. it it took my sister saying one thing she was like think about jason <gasps> dun, 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 because that's so raven <laughs> the future i can see that's so raven it's so mysterious to me that's not the lyrics oh, um God. yeah nope but i had one of those moments where i just because before i'm just like that doesn't make any fucking sense right. it's just like oh we just need to find a way to go ahead and and then there's one you know and that's what it felt like they're just mm-hmm. knocking off the doppelgangers one by one and this one was just like oh look at all this work i did by Pulling you, um, you know, pulling the gas uh, so that it leaks, mm-hmm. and then bringing it out, and then <laughs> here's a match, and then it's like, oh wait, yeah, Annie, are you okay? Moonwalk backwards <laughs> into the fire, like it's just, <laughs> but, but, but now I get it because yeah. Jason was like, it's a trap, nigga. How you know it's a trap? How do you know yeah. it's a trap unless, oh yeah, you the fake? Yeah. So wait, now there's another problem. Though. Here we go. You done lost your... Ha- fuck, dude. I literally... Just as you were talking about that, you, you brought up... Oh, man. Maybe this is an oversight. How come when they're on the surface and chasing their surface doppelgangers, the underground people no longer control them? How come the surface people were able to beat them? Like Winston Duke's character? What was his name in the in the movie? 
Um, so you know how he was able to kill his doppelganger? Yeah. If is that could that just be an oversight on 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 Jordan Peele's part? Not not necessarily because if you are unaware of it, mm-hmm. then you can't control. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like because um, Red mm-hmm. and Jason, who are the fakes, yeah. are able to learn about their Adelaide condition. and Jason. Adelaide and Jason, um, they're able to learn you know what exactly their existence is right whereas everyone below they're really just oh we're just here to kill you know so they haven't really grasped the concept that what we were doing down here was really controlling people up there but here's the thing though like that control is like automatic remember when adelaide was dancing as a when she as she was growing up the the ballet dance the ballet dance right she was controlling red in the underground Mm -hmm. it wasn't like she thought about it controlling her and she did her movements became uh, Red's movements. So that would lead you to believe that the underground people, the the tethered, their movements are automatically controlling the surface people. So how come when they're chasing their surface doppelgangers, their movements no longer control them? You know what I mean? Maybe because the intent behind it is different. Is it intention if they have no idea what they're doing? I have no idea. Because nah, here we are in another rabbit hole. Fuck, dude. Jordan Peele does not make empty scenes. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, though. I completely. I think there's something behind it. All right. And I think it hinges on the goal of the organization that made them. Which still doesn't make any sense. Exactly. I have no. Do you understand any of it? No. Like any background on them? No. I think they're connected to the organization that was involved in Get Out. I don't think so. Mm. Doppelgangers, switching bodies, controlling bodies. Yeah, it's but all connected. It's kind of because that that organization was an actual real organization in our lives, mm-hmm. like not in movie based. Like actually, like Hands Across America was a thing back in like what the eighties, the nineties. No, no, Hands Across America was uh, Red's idea. It wasn't the, or- the organization abandoned the tethered. Oh, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm talking okay. about the organization that created the program to begin with. Okay, because Why that was a real them. thing that they actually did. The yeah. Hands Across America in, like, real life, not even yeah. in a movie sense. Um, no, that, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, that was Red's, like, symbolic attempt at regaining her, her life back. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, sadly, what, you know. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> But, oh, man, now I have more questions and answers. Because then it's just like, so why does Jason give you know adelaide that look at the end and then puts on the the mask you know it's just like you know like it just i think he didn't know adelaide was the fake adelaide until that until that moment and he was like oh okay we on the same page now but seeing how adelaide is super paranoid you really think that she would have let go of pluto that easily look how like paranoid she was about jason just going to take a piss you know what i mean like there's Maybe Adelaide doesn't know that Jason and Pluto switched. But that's the thing, though. Look how paranoid she was. Mm-hmm. And if these events were to happen in a previous trip before, mm-hmm. how would she have even let go of that leash, that you know, symbolic leash? Or, um, you know what I mean? Like, she's just, she's a helicopter parent. Mm, yeah. So she's very paranoid, especially in that area. And if they vacationed in that area before, I'm pretty sure she would have been exact, exactly the same way as she was during the events of the movie. Fuck, dude. I don't know. Oh, man. Now I don't know anymore. Now. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, let us know what you guys think. <laughs> because there's a lot of theories coming out now. Yeah. And I didn't want to be a theory watcher. Um, yeah. So I've avoided a lot of those theories. But now I think that I might have to dive into that. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know. 
like I still don't understand the whole rabbit thing. Like how do you how do you put an entire population in tunnels? You know, like that just yeah. make it like dude, it comes back to the organization. What the fuck was their purpose? What was their goal? Because apparently th- th- this event only took place in the United States. So this wasn't yeah. a global thing. Yeah. So it's just like very strange and what what's the population of the United States like 400 mil? 400 million something. Yeah, like around, yeah. around there so it's just like you can't fit 400 million people in, you know, in a straight line. Exactly. Yeah. Or not even a straight line in tunnels. Oh, in tunnels. Like, and who's supplying all these damn rabbits? Yeah, dude. We need a third movie that explains the organization. All I feel right. like if we if they if he explains the organization, everything will click for Get Out and for uh um us. You see, and I, I feel like that movie, that his junior project, uh, because this sophomore project, I feel like wasn't supposed to be looked at or viewed as a movie. It's a giant metaphor. Yeah. And if you view it as a metaphor, then it's like, oh, that's a great movie. But if you view it as a, you know, a trilogy, <clears throat> a trilogy or a beginning to end and it's supposed to make sense, you're going to get lost. You're just going to be like, this is a very strange movie. I don't really get it. Yeah. But yeah. I, fuck, dude. You, you got me. You're absolutely right. Pew, pew. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a win for a Cujo. Now I need to go back and reconsider that entire movie, but now as a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of disappointing. No, I mean it shouldn't be because at the yeah. end of the day, he, Jordan Peele is still creating a a movie that evokes thought, yeah. you know. And it's just like you're you're definitely still thinking about it, and that's that's so much better than all of the movies that I've seen so far. Because mm-hmm. like I watch it and I'm done with it yeah. at the theater. You, you know, you, you're ag- okay. You're right. I'm. I take back everything I said because that was an experience. Because I don't regret watching it. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it while watching it, even though I was very lost. Yeah, all right, all right, all. And I enjoyed the just <laughs> days of torture of thinking about, <laughs> yep. like you know, trying to connect the dots and make it make sense. It was enjoyable. Damn, you're right, man. That was an experience. It wasn't a movie. Fwing, 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 fwing. Damn, so, Kudu, yeah. you got me on multiple points in this podcast. I've been thinking about that for the longest time yeah. every shower thought i've had hasn't been my own <laughs> every shower thought was huh all right jordan peel <laughs> so you moved your rook and you've moved up your bishop how the hell do i get this king aka how do i un- dissect this movie and understand it <laughs> and then i move my queen and all i hear is check <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like damn it again <laughs> damn it jordan damn it jordan um but yeah that's why that's that's what i feel a lot yeah. of people again will be like oh this movie wasn't as great as you know get out and i'm like get out was literally um, you know a straightforward movie very straightforward um which was still great yeah. but it goes ahead and this movie is different and it's just like you know even like your favorite artists you know they're trying something different right um because you don't want to you don't want to be the same every time i watch yeah. um a michael bay movie oh my God. every time i watch a, a a tarantino movie i know what to expect yeah i know that i know how this is going to progress right. i know where it's going to be shitty on the michael bay side i know where the dramatic blood's coming from on a tarantino <laughs> side like i just know it yeah, yeah. um whereas jordan peele i was just like huh it's different i mean certain shots are similar but the story the overarching story is definitely very different yeah it's, oh, it's just a symbol movie. I messed it's that one up. Shots are the same. <laughs> <laughs> I got you what you said. Okay, thanks. Shots are the same. Yeah. Overarching story is very different. very different. But some of those shots, dude, this movie is so beautiful mm-hmm. just to look at. Well, and again, you know, I got, again, just being, you know, black people, I got to give respect to someone who can make our our beauty stand out. Like, God damn. 
you 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 watch a regular movie and it's like the director doesn't understand like how light works with melanin. Mm-hmm. So Blade out here just I I did not see Wesley Snipes a majority of that I saw movie. His eyes. Right, I just saw his eyes. It's just like yo, lighting is important yeah. to go ahead and bring out what melanin truly looks like. Yep. Um, <laughs> and you don't, you don't, it's like going to a barber. You don't cut a black man's hair like you cut a white man's hair mm-hmm. or a Latino's hair, you know, so on and so forth. There's different textures. There's different ways to apply, mm-hmm. you know, heat. There's different ways of cutting hair, yeah. just like there's different ways of shooting humans right. as of many colors. Yeah. So well done. Absolutely Dude. well done. Just beautiful. And there was never an unflattering scene. Not at all. Whew. Every, I'm telling you, if anything, like even though now I'm more confused about the, the the plot, even though now I'm accepting it more as a metaphor, as you said, there wasn't an empty scene. Mm-hmm. Even visually, there was no empty scene. Everything had a purpose. Like even to look at, uh, all his shots, all his placement, dude. The fucking uh, last sequence between Adelaide and Red. Oh, the um, dancing. Was, the and, dancing. And he's dodging. And oh my whoo! god! Whoo! Oh my god! Oh man! I got sad because I'm like I could never. I don't how <laughs> right what you look you, at your own ability and you're like I ain't shit I'm a fucking idiot it's I'm like, a loser is there an internship <laughs> can I apply and go let me be your student Mr. Peel <laughs> please please sir if you happen to be watching this podcast there's two black boys in Denver Colorado who uh, would like to learn your ways of directing please please just we'll be flying Shame, along shameless plug we'll, we won't <laughs> even say anything we'll just watch you <laughs> Anywho, this is a weird episode, right? But in a good way. I guess. Like, usually we have a topic and we say it's free talk, but yeah. it's very structured in the sense of, okay, this is what we're going to talk about and we'll freely talk about the subject. Yeah. But this is literally just free. Yeah. And um, it's kind of liberating in a way. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Well, it wasn't supposed to be. This was supposed to be part two. <laughs> uh, part two will be coming next week. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully. Knock on wood. All right. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh let us know what you think i i enjoy conversations like this that are just in the grand scheme of things kind of pointless <laughs> but they bring me a lot of joy uh and you I, know what i feel like i don't think there's apology there's an apology needed because yeah. this is also part of the getting to know the people who are behind the microphone you know like yeah, you're right. talking about our insecurities and how we wish we were michael b jordan mm-hmm. um and then looking for small errors like I can't even remember how he mispronounced Fuck. We can't fuck it up because, you see, and that's his flaw, goddammit. Going to even, like, understanding that we love anime culture, Mm -hmm. even going into understanding that we really, really enjoy movies and production, videography, cinematography, the whole nine yards when it comes to that aspect is just getting to know us a little bit more. So, you know, no apology needed. We are unapologetic motherfuckers that being said i'm so sorry i interrupted you a million times this episode <laughs> did you i feel like i did I, I have a bad habit i don't think i don't think you did at all are you sure you're perfectly fine am i let's not am do I this rude? let's not do this no, come on man oh my here we go this is another one of my insecurities it, it, you, the first one being i wish i was michael b jordan <laughs> so i can make all the ladies swoon is that the only reason i just wish i was michael b jordan so i can make great movies like he does no, okay, no, I just want to make the latest let's, let's, one. Let's calm down. Like he he made Fruitsville Station. That was a good movie. No, nigga, it's Fruitvale Station. Fruitville? Fruitvale. Fruitvale. I don't know anymore. I now you saying it so much made me forget. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know that movie. Yeah. Um, and then you know, Creed's a good movie. You know, um, you know, Black Panther, mm-hmm. um, Fantastic Four. Is, Yikes! Like, <laughs> let's not talk about mm, that. Hit and miss. Uh, Chronicles. 
Hardball. Hardball. Just rem- just remembered he was in Hardball. So for all you oldies out there that watched Hardball with Keanu Reeves, uh, Michael B. Jordan was a little boy with Afro. Big ass Afro. Not the biggest Afro, because that guy, I don't know how he fit a baseball oh, cap yeah. over his head, <laughs> but he had a mini Afro. Yeah. And that was Michael B. Jordan. I did not realize. And now I do. And I'm just proud. I didn't know he was a kid actor. Yeah. I, I honestly thought he, his introduction was uh, with Ryan Coogler on Fruitvale Station. Is it Fruitvale? Dude, I don't know anymore. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. Um, uh, but um, yeah. I've been Makawi. And uh, this is Cujo. And are we going to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, Free Flame Productions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Free Flame Productions. At Free Flame Productions. And? And go ahead and follow us at ISO.VP. ISO.VP. Uh, we've kind of been idle on that page, but we will be back. Yeah. Um, just, you know, we like to dabble in photography, videography stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to check that stuff out as well, um, feel free to do so. But this has been Cujo and Macaui on the Free Talk podcast and we are signing out bye, bye.